All right. Just for good measure. <laughs> Thanks. We're not still doing <laughs> Just for good measure. <laughs> Old time sake. Make sure everybody's paying attention. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome back to Threat Level Podcast, the podcast where we talk about The Office. I'm Madison, and today I'm joined by Subi. Hello. And Jamie. Hello. And it's just the three of us today. Bethany and Justin were unavailable to record this weekend, unfortunately. Um, so today's episode we'll be discussing is business ethics. And they talk a lot about, you know, what is right and wrong to do in the workplace in this episode. And one of the one of the things, the running kind of joke between Dwight and Jim is wasting time. Um, so or time theft, as they call it. So my question today is, what are things that we do during the workday when we probably should be working to kind of waste time? <laughs> <laughs> would you like to go first Sibby? like if i have work i generally do it <laughs> do it as soon as but i, I do have downtime okay so i do have some downtime so like you'll do your work quickly and get it over with right. and have like time yeah. to kill yeah okay. unless it's like unless it's like almost lunch and you know it'll take me i won't be able to finish it before then right you know then i'll probably put it off so like what do you do during the putting off period or the <laughs> downtime period sometimes i actually do study oh. at oh, work nice but um sometimes i you're, you're such a doctor <laughs> <laughs> usually i'm on the reddit app on my phone reddit oh, okay reddit-ing. is yes, redditing is redditing your studying or do you actually... <laughs> <laughs> i'm studying uh -huh, yeah i study reddit yeah. studying the the latest sexy eyes girl or whatever that page was called <laughs> girls myron is such a great subreddit guys. Uh, but in seriousness do you just try to keep up with like medical journals and stuff yeah yeah like they're like certain like medical journals it's like all new stuff and that's just yeah. it's like too it's just too new, you know? Yeah. And like, it hasn't been verified. So I'll let other people do that. And I just focus more on the established literature, you know? So I'm still fair. learning that stuff. So. Yeah. Cool. Don't yeah. dive too far into the end. Exactly. Exactly. Because <laughs> I, I want to spend like, you know, 20 minutes reading an article that's just like debunked. Right. Like <laughs> next month. So. <laughs> yeah, that's do you true. Do, it, do you do anything besides Redditing? Eh, YouTube videos. Tasty recipes. Nice. Um, Why don't you ever come home and cook me any of those recipes? <laughs> Ouch. Remember, I, I was thinking about making those um, uh, coconut cookies for you, but yeah. then you made them for me. Yeah. So. That's how things usually turn yeah. out here. Ah. <laughs> I'll forward you some awesome tasty recipes. You can you can make them. I can make for One you. One of them can make them for the other. There you go. They better not have meat. See, maybe that's the trick, Madison. How often are you sending him tasty recipes? Yeah, Madison. Well, I make him tasty dinners. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. Good. Cool. Um, Jamie, do you have an answer yet or should I go? Uh, well, it's kind of tough for me because um, I guess I do sort of the opposite of what Subi does. I don't get my work <laughs> done and then try to, with the extra time I have, 
do fun things. I usually just waste a lot of time and push <laughs> off all my work until the nice. last minute, and then I'm panicking. Like um, today, when you should have planned your lessons for tomorrow, and you haven't done like, it yet. Like today, yeah. <laughs> um, like every day of my life. But uh, um, but I don't know. I have sort of the same processes of wasting time. I, I usually do YouTube a lot um, <laughs> to the point where I'm wondering if I should get one of those sort of timers for the browser to be like, you've already watched 18 hours of YouTube. You should probably stop. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I remember I used to really like uh, looking, if I had a bit of extra time, looking at uh, websites like Cracked, where they would have the top five or top ten list things. Oh, I remember when you were into lists. I was and very you would send me like every one that you read <laughs> at like three in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you need to stop. <laughs> um, I, I haven't looked at those in a long time, unfortunately, but that used to be a big, a big time waster. Um, I don't know. I feel like part of what I want to do this year is try, it's already failing, obviously, but um, try to get more like on top of things so that I can enjoy doing things without th that feeling of guilt and dread of being like, oh, I haven't finished work, but now I'm, right. you know. That makes sense. But that's about as good as an answer as I've, <laughs> as I have. Well, for, for me, um, I work from home, so I kind of make my own hours for the most part so it's kind of an interesting situation as far as like wasting time goes mm. because i can work whenever i want right. <laughs> <laughs> but um when i would was working in an office and i was required to be there for a certain amount of hours during the day facebook was definitely the thing that i would be on for half the day oh. <laughs> every time my manager walked by i'd have to minimize the browser <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that that was a big thing. And also this game called 2048. I would play a lot of that oh. at work, too. I introduced you to that. You right? did. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it only requires you to use the arrow keys on oh. the keyboard. So like it's very discreet. <laughs> what, what is this game? It's um well if you just Google twenty forty eight you'll see what it is but it basically you just are combining number blocks together uh, okay. to like get an increasingly larger and larger amount um and the goal is to get it as high as you can before you you know mm. don't have any moves left basically okay um so it's you know easy mindless way to not do work <laughs> <laughs> fair but um Very yeah nice. and like at home now I'm also doing some freelancing jobs. So there's not like really a need to waste time when I'm doing them because I actually really enjoy the design jobs <laughs> that I'm doing. Yeah. When I'm like, I just was working on it today just for the fun of it because I like <laughs> doing this. <laughs> but um, so I, I guess in a way that's that's wasting time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but not really. I'm getting paid to do it, so. Yeah, that's like a win-win situation. I know. Like I a, love doing it, and like the holy grail. I know, and. <laughs> get to do design jobs that I like and I'm getting paid decent money to do it and nice. the mm -hmm. Facebook is is my go-to currently for wasting time when I need to even if like I'm waiting in line for something or like at the doctor's office or whatever like I'll go on Facebook kind of thing yeah that's fair I was trying to think so. of like the last time I actually had a job where it was a strict like nine to five or an hourly shift anyway. Yeah. And I don't think that I ever, I don't remember aside from chatting with people, maybe wasting time talking to like colleagues or something. I don't remember actually wasting a lot of time because like, for example, when I worked at hot topic, we, at the end of the day, 
you know, as customers came in and destroyed the store and like unfolded <laughs> everything. At the end of the day, if like nothing was, uh, if everything was still unfolded, we would have to then fold it. So I would actually like waste time, I guess, uh, folding things like throughout the day. So like yeah. every time like someone would touch a shirt, I'd be like, I'll take that. Run and, over like, and fold, fold it. it. <laughs> so that we oh. could leave at the end of the day, you know? Speaking of retail, I wasted so much of my time working at Kohl's doing nothing. Really? Like I oh, no. <laughs> knew places in the store where I could go to <laughs> essentially hide from management oh, <laughs> so geez. I wouldn't have to work. <laughs> like I would just go into fitting rooms and like close the door. No. <laughs> like just sit in there on my phone. <laughs> oh my goodness, Madison. <laughs> I hated working there. Oh. <laughs> Was this while you were still in Buffalo or like after you moved to Indiana? More so after I moved to Indiana. Uh, I I did not. I hated working there. then. Like I didn't mind it so much when I was still in college. But yeah, like I mean, and when I was working at Famous Labels, the entire shift was a waste of time. (laughs) I would just sit behind the counter on my phone and maybe get one customer during a six hour shift. (laughs) Yeah. I wonder why the store closed. (laughs) Yeah, I wonder. Seems like it was a roaring success. But yeah, I, I spent most of my time in all the retail stores that I worked at, just looking for ways to not do work in places to hide from management so they wouldn't know I wasn't doing work. Fair. Best best corners of the store to go to to, to be so out funny. of sight. I don't know. I feel like uh, it's kind of funny because a lot of people have that sort of reaction where they really weren't a fan of working retail and stuff. But I don't know. I feel like I never really had an issue with it. And it was almost but you calming never had to, to have things every minute to do you know but like i never had that yeah. like where i mean sometimes okay like when you would work during really busy days you would have something to do all the time or if you were on register like it yeah. was pretty much but like so much at Kohl's, it was just a waste of time to try and fold shit ahead of time because it would it, like you know it would just be just as messy by the end of the day right. so like why bother doing it now <laughs> it's not gonna make this any better you know yeah that's one like the Hot Topic is a much smaller store where you can control it so much better, True. you know, yeah. it's the size of, you know, one department at Kohl's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and all the clothes at Hot Topic are black. You can't even tell them. They're not, they're <laughs> <laughs> not these days. They're all like bright neon it's true. colors with Ugh. cartoons all over them. Sold yeah. out. They did. <laughs> that yep. company at the mall sold out. Yeah, can, yep. you <laughs> can you believe it? Can you believe it? Uh, good. So those are all some good answers about how we're all stealing time. Um, yes, we're all committing time stuff. <laughs> so uh, that brings us then to season five, episode three, uh, business, it's business ethics, right? It is. Yes. And I forgot to look up when it was released sometime in 2008, and I don't know who wrote it either, but... Yeah, <laughs> I don't look up these things. Usually Justin's the one who does this kind yes. of looking up research for us. So I will, we'll blame Justin for this. Um, <laughs> you just have to go and look it up yourselves today, guys. Yeah. But yeah, so I guess the main premise, of course, is Holly needs to hold a business ethics meeting and then it just kind of spirals out of control. Because, um, you know, Michael. Because Michael. Because Michael. <laughs> Michael doesn't just let her read from the binder. Right. Did you guys have regular sort of meetings like this ever in your working lives? Um, at, when I was working at Larson, we would have meetings a few times a year mm. um, about different things like this where the whole company would 
get together and they usually buy lunch even because you know there's a lot there's like 60 people who work in the office yeah and they would go over different things so like sometimes it was like insurance or 401k or i don't think we ever had like a business ethics meeting i think that's something you usually only have at a company as part of your training originally right. and then like if something goes really wrong in the workplace <laughs> and they need to remind everybody right. how, to, right. how to act or something which i guess is sort of what happened yeah in this case because of ryan right <laughs> turns out someone guy. at corporate that is awkward to be like giving a spiel about someone who's actually just sitting in the corner of the room. And uh, Kevin's like, he's right there. We hired him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. As, as you said, I think my only experience with that is like pre-hire or during the hiring process, we had to watch sort of like sexual misconduct in the workplace videos and like stuff like that. Um, you probably that- had to deal with more... Um like ethical things with your job, don't you, Subi? Yeah, yeah. We, we had to do this thing called the Merrick Fair, oh. where like it was, God, it was like thirty modules you had to do about like different hospital policies. Mm. Okay, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess we have those too. Um, at the university I work for, we had to do some modules about uh, like Title IX, which is like the sexual harassment or whatever uh, policy. But those are all usually online. We don't have to, at least don't have to gather in one spot for it. Yeah. I, I can sexually harass all the people I work with. <laughs> you can. <laughs> From a distance. O- <laughs> well, I was thinking there's only one other person he's, in my workplace. Sending photos oh, to I see. <laughs> yep, I, I sex my coworkers. <laughs> oh, right man. now, I haven't had any work for them for three months, which is why I'm freelancing. So. Right. <laughs> but um but yeah i mean i can understand michael wanting to spice it up because as you said like they're used to a more dynamic and interesting uh you know meeting but and it probably I, would have just went better if he just let holly read from the binder i know <laughs> but she could also read a little more enthusiastically from the binder like at the <laughs> end when she's reading from the binder it's just kind of like this is not accepted by the company instead you know it's like i don't know i don't know nobody really wants to pay attention anyways (laughs) so like just do it and get it over with kind of but that's why see this is my thing about like presentations is i know that they're not always like the greatest thing to give and people oftentimes will zone out anyway but i'm always like if you're going to give a presentation should it not be an interesting like you know make it as interesting as you can Like, this is the big difference I see um, between, for example, conferences about linguistics versus conferences about literature. And I only only know this because of, you know, for French, it's basically one of those two. And (laughs) linguists are, like, routinely will know what they're going to say. They memorize stuff. And then it's more of, like, an interactive and sort of interesting presentation where it seems to be, like, literature will basically pull a holly and read directly from a paper they've already written. And they'll just like sit there and read their paper. And I'm, I feel like the first time I experienced this, I was just sort of looking around like, is this, is this allowed? Like what, perhaps what's happening? You, perhaps you're just a little biased because you prefer Maybe. linguistics. Maybe. I don't know. I'm just and like, the convert, like the conferences to begin with yeah. would be more interesting for you if they were about linguistics. Maybe. But I'm like, I, I just want to be entertained, I think. But anyway. Um, but, but I don't know. Sometimes I feel like, 
meetings at businesses aren't meant to be entertaining that's fair like you know it's not you're not going out for a movie you know <laughs> you're there to get information and sometimes yes. the it's best not way infotainment. to <laughs> it's not what infotainment infotainment yeah but i want it to be infotainment (laughs) especially like i mean this doesn't apply for like a conference but like for like a business meeting the best way to get the information across without there being any confusion yeah about like what the information is is just to say it you know basically read it from a binder in a clear way so that everybody gets the same information i suppose I'll Whereas if that. you get all, you know, theatrical with it, people <laughs> might be confused about what sexual harassment is. <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't I don't suggest to turn it into, like, you know, a Broadway musical. Although that would be interesting. <laughs> but... <laughs> that would be interesting. Um, but yeah. I think it's funny in that scene that Michael, like, just starts offering immunity to everything. It's like, for anything you've done, it's okay. Like, Holly's just like, no. no. <laughs> That's not true. Oh. Talk about being like super undermined in the in the entire thing. Oh gosh, I feel so bad for Holly. Me too. Like through this whole episode, yeah. <laughs> she's just like trying to do her job, and you know, and it's it's frustrating when even like corporate when because later on after the you know we find out that Meredith is selling herself for coupons and discounts. <laughs> State coupons it's, and <laughs> it's uh like Kendall the guy just basically yells at her. He's like, "Listen, you just need to get signatures. Like, this is a recession, you know, right. blah blah blah." And she's being yelled at for trying to actually do her job. Right. Yeah. Which, well, and I mean, if she's right, what Meredith's doing is definitely not okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Question, questionable at best. Yeah. I mean, I don't even think it's a question. It's like, <laughs> it's a if she area. was just sleeping with this guy because she enjoyed sleeping right. around, like that would be fine. More power to you, Meredith. But like she's, as she says, she's only doing it because he's giving her discounts, you know, like otherwise right. she wouldn't be sleeping with him. Right. Not much fruit in the looms. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that does put it into like it, a bad ethical decision. Right. So ultimately, our episode about business business ethics teaches us that it's okay to be unethical as long as you're getting discounts. Well, so. I mean, I think it teaches us that Dunder Mifflin right. is just an unethical company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. Anything else that happened in this episode? No, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that. The Jim and Dwight like prank this episode, the B plot, if you will, is one of the better ones. Even Subi was laughing at it, and he normally hates Jim. Yeah. But like yeah. it, it's really funny because all Jim is doing is just like holding up a stopwatch. <laughs> and it's all on like the Dwight, the way that he reacts to it yeah. is just he's so strict on himself. Uh-huh. Yeah. So funny. <laughs> 17 seconds, personal conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Like when when Jim is talking to Andy oh, about no. Battlestar Galactica, Battlestar yeah, Galactica. and like saying all these things, he knew that Dwight would disagree with <laughs> yeah. strongly. And Dwight picks up his paper and just like <laughs> crinkles it in frustration. And yet he persists, you know. Yes, but then like when him and Angela take a little <laughs> siesta to the basement, uh, yeah. he's just like, yes. That was personal time. Uh, Maybe I am unethical. (laughs) Does a gym face. Creepy look to the camera. (laughs) I think like my favorite thing in this show is probably when Dwight looks at the camera. 
because it's always just yeah. hilarious. It's he's, always creepy and weird. Yeah, he's yeah. always he always does it when he's being like a sly sort of yeah creep. He's being sly, sly anyways. Yeah. <laughs> But not actually being sly. Yeah, I, I like it when uh, Dwight gets one on Jim. You know, when when he has the upper hand. Did he have the upper hand? In yeah. Episode? Yes. Hey. Yeah, because Jim was like, "Oh, you know," uh, Dwight admitted it. But Dwight was like, oh, "No, I I got to boink Angela." So, well, that's true. He's the he got to boink Angela, as you so delicately put it. But tastefully <laughs> 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 medical he got terms. To make delicate, passionate Boinky. love to Angela in the basement <laughs> warehouse room. <laughs> um, but Cold I think steel warehouse. Right, but Jim still proved that he's wasting time. You know, like he. Oh. It's yeah, not yeah, totally yeah, ethical. Dwight so. was okay with that. He was. But also, Jim doesn't care that he's wasting time. <laughs> That's no, what Jim uh, does every day, right. all day long. <laughs> no, I like that Jim was like, I have, I've been watching him so like meticulously that I haven't worked at all. I might have to leave early today. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. I also... Um... Yes. Disappeared. Well, I liked I liked when Michael invited Holly out for lunch. It at first was clearly going to like try to pay for it, and then he's like, "Oh, actually, you're not a client, so you're gonna pay half, right? Ethics." And like walks away. And he like throws her lunch that she has clearly just not only her lunch, but also like knocks everything off of her desk, <laughs> sweeps everything into the garbage can, oh and then like, oh, well, you can come with me and buy another lunch. Yeah. And it's funny, like, the whole part when he is, he's like, maybe we don't have to turn Meredith in. We'll just punish her. And then is clearly is describing a chastity belt. <laughs> but he just keeps going. He's like, you know, it's got the spikes and you... Made out of metal. And there's a little it's a, door for the... It's a lock where you, where the, where you know the, the thing. <laughs> and Holly's just like, oh, God. And then Holly makes the biggest faux pas in the entire series by telling Michael that it's not a family. It's a workplace. I know. And he gets really all mad at her for a he short does. period of time. He throws out her lunch, even. But, I mean, Holly's right. It's I a mean, workplace. it's totally, yeah. she's totally right. But for Michael, there's no differentiation. It's always just. But also, family. you shouldn't sexually harass your family. <laughs> you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, Holly's right on both accounts. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, but yeah, then he does give in and stop hating her which i like yeah. when he tells everyone to go in because of course they're not going to listen to her because meredith's nearly getting fired right and then he's like what does he say he's like am i getting fired uh-huh. and he's like this is not the time or right. something. how does michael make them go in there he's like if you don't get in there now i'm gonna kill you all or something yeah <laughs> if you're not in there in two minutes i'm going to murder you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> something like that i do see now this episode ends differently than most of the episodes do like it's the follows the normal pattern where something happens like an ethics meeting and then michael fucks it up like Uh he does everything Uh but normally he doesn't rectify that in any way by the end of the episode but he actually does like kind of fix the mistake that he made Mm. at the beginning by getting everybody to go into the conference room and listen to her binder Mm. presentation and supposedly signing you know the the form that she needs signed then afterwards so he actually kind of fixes his fuck up for once which Uh. is impressive yeah 
you not hate yeah. him quite as much. I mean, it's, it shows that <clears throat> Holly is like ultimately a good influence on him, despite yeah. despite his efforts. <laughs> or maybe not so much a good influence as far as just like he cares about her right. enough to make an effort to fix what he messed up, you know? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and Holly really likes Michael because he, yeah. he put up with a lot yeah. this episode and she still liked him. Uh, I just, I feel like Michael and Holly are the perfect couple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I know they're not a couple quite yet, but like there's no two real people who are as perfectly <laughs> matched for each other as Holly and Mike. Michael no, are. it's true. Yeah, they're one of the, certainly probably the best couple in the office. Um, oh yeah, definitely. Oh well, yeah, they are. But like, or Dwight and Angela are definitely a close second. Yeah. And I was we were discussing this again because Subi hates Angela, (laughs) and like he doesn't like that she gets a happy ending at the end of the series. But it's like she gets that because Dwight makes her a better person. The end, she's not as horrible of a person as she was because Dwight makes her better. She changes. And I think the series does a good job of of Angela sort of getting her comeuppance and like she always does like the shittiest things but then there's a long period of time like post-senator where her life's kind of a pile of shit yeah and then she gets built back up because she accepts that she's in love with Dwight and yeah stuff like that uh I like Angela though she has like a lot of good quips and I mean, she's like a terrible person. Oh, she is. <laughs> but I like her character. Like, what did she admit? She calls some service INS. on. Yeah, yeah she calls INS. INS on Oscar. <laughs> He's clean, but I'm glad I did it. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I liked the way this episode ended, which is not typical for me with The Office. <laughs> True. <laughs> oh, we did forget to briefly mention at the beginning that. Um, nobody would care that Jim and Pam got married. Uh, engaged. <laughs> like, engaged. Or, sorry, yeah, engaged. <laughs> Except for Michael, who like bear tackles Jim to the floor. Right. I do love that. Like Oscar's just like, wait, you guys weren't already engaged. I know. Like, no one, no one cares. I love Michael's reaction when Jim's like, "Oh, we're engaged," and Michael's just like, "To be married? <laughs> <laughs> How else would you be engaged?" Right. <laughs> Aww. That was cute. Yeah. <sighs> I guess I guess there's also like the last scene that's fun when everyone's profiting from Meredith's steak steak out steak oh, out yeah. back steakhouse coupons. Oh, that, <laughs> I don't that care. Is, what, I don't. I don't uh, care how she's yeah. getting them as long as she keeps doing it. Yeah. <laughs> High five. Although oh, I man. feel like takeout steak in a styrofoam container is not like <laughs> going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think any meat is going to be good ever because I don't eat meat, but that has to be like the worst way to eat a steak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess they didn't have the time to head out to the steakhouse, you know. Must be not, no. Oh, man. Do you guys have I any? The re- I thought the restaurant they went to was uh, Outback Steakhouse. No. no. Like, like when I think back to this episode, I was like, oh, yeah, that, that's what Outback Steakhouse looks like. It definitely looks like Very that. nautical. Theme. I mean, yeah, it's definitely full of tacky shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's but, like any no. of those big things, though. Like, yeah. 
TJ Fridays also is just full of random shit. And... Not so much anymore. We go to Fridays oh, yeah. a lot, and there it's. I mean, the one that we went to is very new. It was mm-hmm. only built just a few years ago, but the decor is much more modern. Okay. Yeah. And minimalist. Yes, they're phasing that out. Maybe they don't have just like giant things hanging from the walls anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's more Applebee's. Yeah, oh, Applebee's yeah. definitely still has that. That's true. But Fridays um, is just very like red and black fair. the whole inside of the restaurant is just like <laughs> walking through a heart artery okay <laughs> oh man do you guys have any uh quotes from this episode that you liked um i had a couple more that i didn't say um my strategy is to merge this into a relationship without huh. her even knowing <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then um, I just don't want my employees thinking that their jobs depend upon their performance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I liked, uh, you are a thief of joy. Oh. <laughs> Is that yours? <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say that. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. You it are is. a thief of joy. Yeah, and then I had not a, not a lot of fruit in those looms. But... <laughs> oh, man. Um, oh. What you about... Trivia. <laughs> Trivia. We could do trivia. Okay. Do you have a better option? Uh, well, we could also do Dundee's, but no, we do either trivia or. first. <laughs> so this is something that's funny in these in in uh, recording this, is because we definitely change the order of things, but every time every someone's time. like someone's like, "This is how it's always done," <laughs> and I'm sitting here like, "I don't think it is." <laughs> how we will always do it for this episode okay (laughs) okay trivia trivia i'll go first all right what does michael want holly or who i guess does michael want holly to be in the meeting what um celebrities does like he want her to act like oh robin williams yes and m night he what is how does he pronounce it shamalan or something (laughs) M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. <laughs> Robin Shyamalan. Yeah. <laughs> After Michael discovers YouTube, how many days straight does he Five. watch it? Five, yeah. Five, yeah. <laughs> um, how many years had Meredith been sleeping with the supplier? Six. Six, Six yes. Yeah. And how long was Dwight in the basement with Angela? Oh. 19 minutes and... 34 seconds. 48. 48. (laughs) (laughs) That's all. I have one trivia. Um, So what is the brand of soda bottle that um, Dwight pees into or relieves himself into? Is it like RC Cola or something? Uh, It's cola, right? Yeah. Something cola. Crystal Cola. Crystal Crystal. Cola. Okay. (laughs) Crystal meth. Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I think you might have taken all of my question oh no i'm Hold sorry on. i have one what i did have a lot <laughs> that's okay what is the uh name of the restaurant where michael and holly go out to dinner there, you, there was a spot where you could see we looked we couldn't oh, find yeah. a spot where it even told oh yeah there is <laughs> all aboard it's called cooper's seafood house oh, oh. man we looked on the outside of the building and everything and we yeah. did not yeah they show like the big sign and then they pan quickly well, because the... he was so convinced it was an outhouse or, or... Uh, an, out... <laughs> <laughs> an outhouse yep. <laughs> oh. 
Might as well have been. <laughs> I wonder if it's ever happened that like an Outback Steakhouse, like the lights or the letters go out. And it's like outhouse. Outhouse. I hope so. Outback Steakhouse. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we were trying to find the actual name of it. Nope. <laughs> so it's... I could prove to him that it wasn't an outhouse. <laughs> oh, man. Cooper's Seafood House. Okay. But um, you asked you asked how long Meredith had been sleeping with this person. Yes. Uh, yeah. But how many times approximately did Once she a sleep month. with her? Uh huh. For, For six, six years. Months. Six years, yeah. And how much is that? Oh, it's Jamie. 12, <laughs> 24, 36, 48, 60. Uh, 72. 72. 72, yeah. <laughs> I did all the fingers on one hand and stopped. Yeah. 72 times. That's a lot of coupons. That's <clears> a lot that's of sex. Lot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, over six years, but yeah. That's true, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, then uh, let's move on to Dundee's. All right. Who gets the Dundee this time around? Uh, I'm giving a dual Dundee oh. to two people. Um, and I'm giving the 80s sweatband Dundee to <laughs> Michael and Holly uh-huh. for rocking it. <laughs> <laughs> let's get ethical. 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 <laughs> let's get Ethical. Ethical. (laughs) 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 All right. Gotta get all breathy like that. It's true. Um, What about you, Subi? I'll give a uh, see a frugal shopper Dundee to uh, Meredith. (laughs) Frugal shopper Dundee. Yeah. That's appropriate, I think. That's, that's a nice way of wording yeah, what's happening. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Meredith, the frugal shopper. Meh, she's just frugal. <laughs> Not slutty. Oh, man. Um, I'm going to have to give the uh, upholding ethics Dundee to Hallelujah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hallelujah. Uh, because she tried her best, you know? She did, yeah. Oh, man. She deserved two Dundies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is then your rating for this episode? So I I actually really enjoyed this episode. <laughs> I thought that I, I laughed a lot. I thought that the play. I mean, even though I felt bad for Holly for most of it, um, it was just it was just a good episode. It was funny. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed the fact that Michael actually fixed his mistakes at the end. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm giving it a four out of five steak coupons. <laughs> nice. Ooh, nice. Hmm. To the outhouse? Yes. <laughs> Four out of five steak outhouse coupons. <laughs> Where you can eat steak in an outhouse. Oh. For free with the coupon. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, I will give this episode. I, I like this episode too. It was, it was funny, and I like Holly. Yeah, yeah. Holly's not. She seems like a you know like a precious resource because she's not there for very yeah, long. Yeah, it's only True. a few episodes she's in, and you yeah. get to see her dynamic with Michael a lot uh-huh. in this episode. So, yeah, I'll give it a four out of five. Uh, stupid bags. <laughs> <laughs> That's what uh, Michael calls Meredith. Oh, you stupid bag. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh man, I enjoyed this episode too. Do I enjoy it as much as a four? Mm. Well, that is up to you to decide. I think I am going to give it a... (laughs) 3.625. 
<laughs> no, you know what? I will give it. I will give it a four. A four time oh. thieves out of wow. out of five. So that brings. I don't even have to do math. <laughs> Our podcast total score is a four out of five. What was your rating? Stupid bags. Stupid outhouse thieves. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice one. <laughs> Very succinct. Stupid outhouse thieves. Stupid outhouse thieves. <laughs> Why would you steal an outhouse? There, it's disgusting. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so, if you enjoyed that episode, let us know. Um, we will be moving shortly into our next. Uh, segment but if you prefer to quit listening now that's fine um but send us an uh email to let us know what's up <laughs> at the level podcast at gmail.com or you can hit us up on twitter tl underscore pcast and like guys seriously do this <laughs> nobody has ever emailed us really? or tweeted us ever these interns are not listening to their senior <laughs> residents. Right? Like, we know that you're listening because we can see the stats online. <laughs> That's true. So we know this is being downloaded and that you're listening to my pleas right now. And so we... <laughs> email us and we will shout you out to the high heavens. We will. <laughs> and, you know, we know that it, it maybe it's a case of bystander effect where you're thinking, I'm not going to do it because I know someone else is going to do it. No them. one else is doing it. <laughs> it is do not it. the case. <laughs> it will be only you. You will have a whole episode dedicated to you if you email us. You know, I'm gonna, Joe, Joe, someone <laughs> named Joe or. How do you spell his last name? Let's well, probably not shout out his last name on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, he doesn't right. deserve that yet. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't deserve it yet. <laughs> Joe, you are going to listen to this episode of the podcast <laughs> tomorrow. And well, that's shall... putting a lot of pressure on Jamie to and get it uploaded. Shall... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Jamie, upload this post haste. Post haste. <laughs> all right. So that is that is my plea to all of you. There you go. Now. We shall move on to our next segment, Ooh, which is Threat Level Podcast After Dark. Boom, boom, boom. And it is after dark today, guys. All right. It's true. So, it's always after dark somewhere. Let's get intimate. <laughs> <laughs> so for the first time, listeners, this is the part of the podcast where we talk about what we've been reading, watching, listening to, thinking about, experiencing since the last <laughs> recording. Um, do you guys have any shout outs? Um, I do, Jamie. This shout out's gonna sound like we just discussed it in detail yesterday. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, there is a new Netflix original film called Io. Um, it's named after Jupiter's moon, Io. Um, and it is a post apocalyptic movie that deals with not so much the crisis that ends the world but the after effects after most of the people on the planet earth have either died or left the planet for jupiter's moon io mm -hmm. so it's just the most part it's just the main character sam and another character called micah and they're sam is on earth as sort of like a scientist trying to figure out how 
to fig- like make life evolve so that they can continue living on a planet that is devoid mostly of oxygen mm-hmm. and Micah's someone that she kind of just meets along the way um and it deals there's not it's not an action movie the way that a lot of post-apocalyptic movies are um where they're dealing more with the crisis that ends the world than the after effects after everybody's gone um so if you're not into like kind of really slow paced thoughtful make you think kind of movies. oh yeah i was not a fan (laughs) yeah you might not if you're looking more for the action this isn't for you but if you want something to watch that's slow paced and easy and makes you really think this is a good movie because there's not i don't know that i've ever watched another end of the world movie that deals with after the world has already ended kind of you know there's no hope at this point essentially for earth everybody is gone life doesn't seem to be evolving at the beginning anyways but watch the movie to find out how that ends um (laughs) so i i I really liked it and if you do decide to watch it i definitely recommend also listening to navigating netflix originals (laughs) um podcast episode on it um jamie and i just recorded that yesterday um and we do a very in-depth discussion of the movie but you know it's full of spoilers so definitely watch the movie first (laughs) (laughs) nice i will give a shout out to a game i've played for a very long time called Mm -hmm. threes (laughs) okay it's uh, um it's available on uh it's available on uh smartphone but I play it on uh, on the desktop because you can use the arrow keys, and it's like it's a much faster game if you pl- if you use the actual arrow keys on your keyboard. Okay. And you can get the game for free at uh, if you just Google threes T H R E E S, and then J S threes J S, and it'll be like a free uh, clone of the game. Hmm. And it's it's like it's like a four by four grid with like a couple of blocks. And you have to combine, um, so there are three types of blocks. There's a block with the number one on it, a block with the number two on it, and uh, other blocks. So the, 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 the one block is pink, mm-hmm. pink, and Red. the two block is blue. And you combine those, the one and the two blocks into a three, into a block that says three. Mm-hmm. And then you combine two threes into a six, two sixes into a 12 and you just go from there and you try to get the highest score you can so it's, it's similar <clears throat> to the game i was talking mm-hmm. about 2048 2048 is better. better uh no threes is better <laughs> <laughs> well i've played threes for almost two years now well i've played 2048 for almost the same amount of time so. you, but you don't play it anymore i do still play it regularly really yeah oh yeah Hmm. Well, play threes. It's better. Harder. <laughs> threes is definitely harder. That's why I like twenty forty eight better. <laughs> Interesting. I don't and think... and but... so here's the thing. Like so, as you get a higher, uh, as you keep combining the blocks, it's like the number inside the block keeps getting higher and higher. Hmm. I got a, such a high score that like the number couldn't fit inside the block. <laughs> Okay. I, 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 like, much I, I broke the game. Like the the game <laughs> lost its mind by my skill. Jeez. <laughs> but yeah, it's a really fun game. It's a good way to waste time. Like I, I'll play that game while I'm doing other things, like listening yeah. to you know YouTube videos. 
YouTube videos about watch reviews. <laughs> yeah. We live a very interesting yeah, life. Very rich life. I think those type of games are really uh, popular, though. I feel like a lot of times on the subway, I'll see people playing sort of those games like that or something, you know, pop They're the balloon and blah, blah, blah. Date, you know? Yeah. There's yeah. not a lot of stress with it. Yeah. Like, um, but I've never been really into I've never I guess tried out much those type of games but maybe I should well try out 2048 <laughs> or threes um, cool uh, what do I have a shout out for this week what have I been doing I guess I did I shout out the show blind spot before it doesn't sound familiar okay so I blind spot is a sort of crime drama show uh, that I got into because uh, one of the people who uh, it plays on Critical Role, her name is Ashley Johnston, she is an actress and she actually, or, or actor, I suppose, and she actually pl uh, plays one of the lead roles in Blindspot. And uh, so I was like, oh, this seems interesting, and I'm always a fan of crime drama shows. But the premise <laughs> basically is that this woman shows up uh, with amnesia and she has is covered in tattoos and it so turns out ignore my kinky pipes it turns out that um, <laughs> your apartment goes <laughs> it turns out that she all of her tattoos actually have hidden messages in them in them mm. and so that leads to uh, solving different cases and sort of preventing these sort of like catastrophic drama stuff uh, and crime and whatever um, so it's pretty interesting I'm only into season two like unlike me I, I haven't binged this one so I only watch it like one episode now and then mm. um but I think they're up into season four already so is it available on a streaming service yeah it's on Hulu Hulu okay yep so if crime dramas are your thing you can check that out um it is kind of one thing I notice and I don't know. I feel like it makes it seem that every single crime is resolved by shooting someone sometimes. <laughs> so I feel like in every episode, people are like just being shot willy nilly. And I'm like, I don't know if it would be so acceptable for the FBI to just like gun everyone down. Shooting everybody down. <laughs> like surely there are other ways to resolve problems, but you know. Not in this country. That's fine. I know, right? I guess in that way it's accurate. But, uh, but yeah, so that's... That's pretty much the only new thing I've been checking out. All right. Cool. Um, so next time we will be talking about season five, episode four, technically, which is um, Baby Shower, I think. Yes. Oh, that's yep. a good one. Yeah. So uh, that's a, it's definitely a good one. But <laughs> uh, join us next time then for that. In the meantime, don't forget that you can send us an email, as we already implored you earlier. Uh, oh, yeah. Send it to thatlevelpodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter, TL underscore PCAST. We will be ecstatic to receive even a, a high. But we'll probably just die. We, we probably will. Um, so on that note, we will catch you on the flip. And goodbye. Bye. Bye.